0: Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is a show where we choose a genre every month, and we pick some of the best movies out of that genre, and we review them. So we are finishing up with Apocalyptic. I think that's what you said, Greg.
1: Uh called Elimination, but I guess technically you could just call the whole thing Battle Royale. Yeah,
0: that's reasonable. <laughs> so we did technically, not the original one, because there's other stories like The Most Dangerous Game and stuff like that, But we reviewed Battle Royale. And then we are now going to review its, I'd say, Americanized version, in a sense. So More popular version. Yeah. So in the Battle Royale episode, I talked about how a couple people, when they were talking about Battle Royale, and they were like, oh, yeah, and Hunger Games and how they were a lot of similarities and there are some differences and stuff like that but yes we are going to do battle Royale. that <laughs> oh boy oh boy. great right? that's what i'm i'm telling you bro but we are going to do the hunger games from 2012 so this movie it stars what jennifer lawrence mm-hmm. josh hutcherson liam hemsworth he's the third hemsworth
2: the youngest hemsworth is there four of them there's three of them but he's
0: the so the, the third. youngest one. Yeah, I had it right. I had it right. Woody Harrelson, Elizabeth Banks, Lenny Kravitz, Stanley Tucci, and Donald Sutherland. You need a scary old guy to just be in the back, just doing scary shit. You, you you call Donald Sutherland. His son is gonna be up there one day. He'll be scary too. But he's still
2: he's already scary.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, but he's doing like twenty four and stuff, so he still has a look kind of nice. <laughs>
2: So Scary in a different way.
0: Yeah. So for the uninitiated, this story is about Katniss Everdeen and PETA, but it's more about Katniss Everdeen. She, her face is 90% of the cover of the movie and she is being forced to compete in the Hunger Games. So it is a televised fight to the death. Sounds like Battle Royale, kind of. And it's all adolescent kids from what up to 18, right? Yep. Yes. Yes up to 18 years of age so
2: the it, youngest is uh eight no 11 yes. something like that yeah there is an age limit an age minimum where they won't go under i guess
1: yeah I feel like it was 12
2: perhaps it's something close to that it's whatever uh prim is however old prim is because this is her first year
0: so there are 12 districts so they choose a boy and a girl and then they fight to the death for the amusement and reverence of everyone watching at home. So Katie, what did you think about The Hunger Games?
2: I love this movie. I love the book. When this movie was announced that it was coming out, a bunch of my friends who like have kept up with like read constantly um, had already read the book and were like holy shit they're finally going to make a movie about this everybody needs to read this book before this movie comes out like holy crap so i had like borrowed a copy of of a friend who had recommended it and i tore through this book in like 3 days or something like that and then immediately like ate up the second one and the third one i was like holy shit this is such a good series and when the movie came out i what, because I had read it so soon or so close to it coming out, I was like every person who watches a book adaption, you know, disappointed in the things, the little things that they missed. But overall, I love this story, and the way that the movie was executed, I think was great. I could not probably be happier with the Hunger Games with how long the movie is and how they how much they were able to fit in into the length of this movie is just fantastic greg
1: i still cannot decide if i want to keep watching the series (laughs) on one hand and it's not like that it's not like i did not enjoy it uh in a vacuum i really enjoy the concept uh the fact that they're putting their battle royale in on live television or at least a television show uh the fact that these contestants, on the one hand, you're facing the reality that I'm about to fight to the death. More Chances are I'm not going to survive. At the same time, in the lead up to these games, you're having to essentially play the game of marketing and market yourself before even getting to the point where you're fighting to the death. And you're either faced with fully embracing that or getting sucked into it, whether you want to or not. So it's really kind of two games at the same time that are being played, like a pre-game of marketing, in the real deal. Once you get in, get there, and mm-hmm. even have that marketing still as a part of it once you're out in that wilderness fighting to the death. So I very much liked their unique twist on the, the genre. Um, I had heard that there was obviously there's some inspirations from battle royale and, and what some people might say some copying. Um, but I do, I did enjoy their own unique twists with the whole reality TV portion of it. Um,
2: have you read the books?
1: I have not. No, I have not. Okay. Um, my wife did tell me that in the second one, they do pretty much rip off from battle royale in the sense that they add the danger zones as you progress through the game. Is that true?
2: Uh, the rest of the game there are
1: certain areas in in the wilderness that become danger zones and if you're caught at that time you end
0: up dying automatically is that a thing i thought that's what they did in this one they kind of talk about it because they have (laughs) to keep moving but
2: no it's kind of like uh trying to think of a way to describe it it's not really that there's like they're not announcing that there's about ba- that there's going to be a shit storm coming. It's kind of like in this movie, towards the middle point of this movie, when Katniss is getting too close to the border. And they're like, oh, we can't have her looking over here. Better start a forest fire and push her towards the middle, right?
1: Right, right, right. There's
2: a lot of that in the second one, because the way that the second Hunger Games book is set up and the people who aren't involved in the second Hunger Games... There's a lot more of, like, we've got to be smarter than the players. Like, we've got to do a lot to be smarter than them. So there's just a constant push to try and narrow down the field of people playing.
1: Hmm. I did enjoy that element. That does intrigue me. So maybe I'm pushing towards actually continuing this series. Um, I will say, however, I do feel like the genre for from their perspective and their approach, I do feel like the genre was kind of handled with kid gloves, relatively speaking. I will say that it left me wanting more as far as the intensity of the whole situation. And of course being rated PG 13, that's going to happen in some sort of, to some extent. So, um, I'm spoiled. I could compare every single movie of this genre to battle Royale because it's one of my favorite of all time. So, I mean, <laughs> It's an impossible standard to live up to for the most part, but um, I, I think I'm getting myself to the point where I, I, I do want to at least continue it because I do appreciate their own perspective and their own approach to it, despite it being a little softer.
2: Well, the thing I think that you'll like the most if you continue to read or continue to watch this series is how different it is from the story of Battle Royale like yes this first one is very similar but as you go on in the series you understand why the hunger games exists and the motivations and the by the end of it why the hunger games needs to end and like how they're going to bring that about so it's like this political journey Freedom fighting, basically, it's it's a really cool series, and I think that you'll enjoy the rest of it.
1: So you think they not think, but so you're saying they kind of like delve deeper into the whole background of the cause of the revolution that they had to begin with and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I am interested in that. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll give it a try.
0: I have read the first two books. I have not finished the series. But I think I've seen all of the movies except
2: for four of them.
0: Uh, I haven't seen the part two to the end. Oh my yeah, no I know. Um, I like this series. I do like the added part of, like Greg and Katie were saying that it's not, it's not just enough to be a good fighter. You have to make yourself look desirable to the higher up so oh man i'm stuck in this tree well here's a gun thanks (laughs) thanks fans at home it's you can get helped out and i thought that was really cool to see the background of katniss trying to not be just a grumpy little curmudgeon with her situation and being awesome looking i thought that was really fun to see seeing past winners try to help her out and stuff like there's a lot to this world and they kind of pull a John wick situation with it. If I remember correctly with the first book where they just kind of talk about things and you don't get the full story, but then they do explain things later, but it's very much, we're just in the room and they're just, ex- they're just living. And they're like, this is it. This is the hunting Games. This is what we do. It's like, well, you get um, a mentor and they don't say like, why or when that started. It's just like, you get a mentor. That's what happens. And then I'm going to help you with this. And, and it's just, it's really cool to see just the development of the whole storyline. Like Greg said, this is PG as fuck. This is, it, it's a teen book from a teen book. So it, it's it got some graphicness in the book I remember reading, but yeah, you're not going to get that, you know, you're not going to yeah. see anybody's head blow up, <laughs> Yeah. but I, like I said, from what I've gotten from it, it's fun. And watching this first movie again, I thought it was pretty spiffy just to see just kids going for it out there, killing each other. So we were talking about the whole criticism because of the reality TV death game theme. So Stephen King, my, one of my favorite authors, he did two stories, which I want to say he made these in the 80s uh, under his pseudonym Richard Bachman. But he did The Running Man. Yes, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a Stephen King story. (laughs) And The Long Walk. The Long Walk is in America. Kids from every city, they can join this competition where you just walk until you're the last one walking. And you have to keep a certain speed. If you go under this speed, you will be shot. But if you win, you get like millions of dollars. And this kid joins because he's like, well, my family's poor as fuck, and I'm the only one that can do this, and so he's walking, and and every chapter is just, it's like day number four, and I'm still moving, and kids go crazy, kids try to like take over and shoot guns at the cops that are keeping them on, on the road, it's a really cool story, so like I said, Miss Collins, she didn't, you know, invent the wheel, she just made it go faster, so but Stephen King, John Green, there's tons of authors that were like, this is fun. This is really fun. Stephen King said that the movie is like a game where anything pops on the screen, you shoot it. And that description, I was kind of confused at first, but he means it's that kind of game where you just keep putting quarters in because it's, 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 it's cool. It Very much surface, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff. It can get deep. But like when I play Time Crisis, I'm not really that worried about the plot because it's just really fun Same what's with happening. Area 51, you're yeah. not focused on the plot. I because... really don't know what the fucking plot of Area 51 is. It's just There's aliens. Green aliens them. in Area 51 and you have a gun with uh, limited bullets. Kill
2: them. Yeah. That's the plot. Yeah.
0: So, it, like I said, the series is really, really fun. And this movie, the spoilers, did pretty fucking good. <laughs> so, we'll get through the story and then we'll talk about a fairly least favorite character. So, the nation of Pan Am. So it's not America. It's, you know, they don't want to say American. They don't want to get too metaphorically, you know, direct with it. So it's divided into 12 districts. There was a 13th one, but that one tried to get a big dick and fight against the capital, and they got stomped. So there are 12 districts, and it ruled from the capital. And so as punishment for that failed revolt, so that one district's like, we should fight them. They're like, okay. And then they got their ass slumped in the street. They're like, ooh. (laughs) Every district is forced to select two tributes, a boy and a girl, between 12 and 18 to fight to the death. Like I said, during the Hunger Games until there's one survivor. So if Katie and Greg were just slumping folks out of here and they're the last two, then they got to fight each other. I'm like, that's stupid. It should be one boy and one girl wins, but hell, let's see if that changes this year. So, Why?
2: Battle Royale is supposed to be only one person, too. Yeah.
0: What's
2: but your it favorite? Just, it just you sucks if gotta... your
0: district got both of people to the end. It'd be like, damn, one of them got to die. That sucks. So, the entire event is televised. So, we meet up with Katniss Everdeen, and she's 16 years old, and she is from District 12. So, District 12, they are minors, correct?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, we see her upbringing is very poor it seems there and i don't know if females can do the mining i i I haven't read the first book in a hot minute so she just hunts and sells the
2: i her her kills i don't think women can do mining women are in charge of everything else basically in the district they do the cooking the cleaning the childbearing everything else and the men all the men work in the mines As young as, I think, 16. Like, once you're... Because I think at a point, Gale works in the mines. If he doesn't in the first book, he for sure does in the second book. He, like, is working in the mines.
0: So another way to get that in, that incentivize people to want to be in the Hunger Games, the district makes it seem like this is really fun and it's an honor to be in the Hunger Games. So you can actually put your name in multiple times and so you get more food and money for doing this so Katniss because her mom it seems like she ain't doing a lot so she puts her name in more so they have enough food to go around and
2: she's taking care of her little sister
0: so her little sister she is nervous because it's her first year and her name was put in. So Primrose is like, what if I get chosen? It's like, you're not going to get chosen.
2: Your name's only in there once. There's hundreds of names in there because all the older kids are putting in to save their younger siblings. Yeah,
0: it's like, it'd be so, families. it'd be so ridiculous if your name got picked out. The hundreds of little cards in there. It ain't going to happen. So we see that Primrose's name is pulled. <laughs> and. You see Katniss freak out because it's like, oh, man, it's my little sister's worst nightmare happening right now. And Katniss volunteers to be tribute. Now, it's not like a really rare thing, but a lot of people don't do it. The higher districts, the ones that get money and stuff and the career killers. Yeah, they're like, fuck you. I'm doing it this year, baby let's go the people that are really pumped to kill until they get there and they're like oh what am i doing it's those people so katniss volunteers to take primrose's place and then pita pita malark mm-hmm. gets chosen and so he is a neighbor and his family they have a bakery and so there's tons of flashbacks i remember one thing in the book they kept going back to the night where it was raining and PETA was standing and watching Katniss just be sad out in the rain and he's got bread in his hand they talk about that a lot in the book Mm -hmm. and so hooray PETA and Katniss hopefully you survive now they kind of talk about district 12 their odds of coming back it's pretty low because the
2: lowest because district 12 is the poorest of the 12 districts
0: And you would think just being hungry and not wanting to die be enough. No, there are kids out there training to be in this. So it's like, yeah, there's some yoked kids being in, you know, in this bad boy. So they get a mentor. His name is Hey Mitch Abernathy. Hey, he survived this bad boy. He's the only living winner from District 12. There's some future books where that it's an exact little sentence, but He's the only winning, living winner from District 12. And go fucking figure. You've been through all the stuff like this. You get PTSD and you are just not a good person to be around. And Hey Mitch, is not a happy person. So their chaperone Effie is making sure that they stay on track because there's a lot of things they have to do. They need to train. They need to look good so they get sponsors. So Hey Mitch tells them, sponsors this is one of the most important things out of here it's like they can give you life-saving gifts in the games if it gets down to it you really need to look good out there so while they are training Katniss, she sees that they're called the careers and there's four of them they're volunteers from district one and two and they've been training for the games for, their whole
2: lives yeah
0: and so it, it's kind of scary hey one of those assholes that looks like the dude from what's that uh with the soups? Not the loser, uh what's the name of that show? The boys, the boys, yeah. It's our, it's our boy Huey from the boys. He was one of the rich kids. District two. What a douchebag. <laughs> so when they get to the capital, um, there's a couple of things that they'd have to prepare for, they have to train. They have to make themselves look good. So Katniss meets up with. Senna. Senna. And so Senna's there just to, just for clothing or is it just to help her talk? So
2: Senna is her personal stylist. Every like group, every district gets a stylist that like a head stylist that's in charge of the district and what the district is going to do, which is Senna in the case of district 12. And then they have, like, a team of stylists that help do everything from, like, makeup and hair and cleaning them and all of that stuff. So, basically, Cinna is in charge of designing the costumes that Peeta and Katniss will wear for the opening parade and for any other media events that take place before and after the games and should anyone get out of... Whoever gets out, their stylist is in charge of taking care of them. Yeah.
0: So... Senna he's very excited to meet Katniss because she's very rough around the edges and he wants to lean into that and make her different from everyone else because that's a good way to get noticed so they set up a outfit for her and PETA and they just like catch on fire They're Like it's like a phoenix type of situation and it looks really cool and it's the beginning of everyone taking notice of District 12. Because like I said, they are known to just kind of be there. You know, you know, those teams that are just like, hey, we're here. It's kind of District 12 situation. So after training and showing off, they hop onto a televised talk show with Caesar Flickerman. And so on the show, like, uh, was it Conan O'Brien or something like that? when you have a young actor, or actress on it's, it's very much, they give them the softball questions, you know, those, those good gimme things to make them look cool. And so this happens and on the show, Pita expresses his love for Katniss. And at this point of the movie, it's not really known if it's for realsies or it's just like, just for show to get everybody, you know, some attention so later on it's for real it's it's genuine so Katniss actually shows off during another moment where you actually fight or just show off in front of the sponsors and she picks up a bow and arrow and everyone's like "Ah, we've been here for a while and okay this is a bow and arrow whatever and she shoots an arrow between all these people and just hits like the head of a board that they were eating the apple. the apple yeah and boy howdy people were caught off guard because i mean an arrow just flew next to him so like i said rough around the edges but it looks pretty cool hey mitch tells her i would not try to run towards the middle to get weapons because they want to draw everybody toward the middle to make the game real bloody and quick so he he says you should probably just book it to the woods And maybe come back later or jump somebody and grab some items so it's not like battle royale where you just get a random bag all the bags they're all out front you just just gotta fight if you go up there so katniss and pita the game starts and katniss grabs some supplies and books the fuck out and half the tributes die at the beginning and Uh, it's it's rough because everybody wants to get up front like i want that sword and then you know there's three other folks that want that sword so you gotta scrap while you're doing it so unfortunately the four career killers they're still in the game they're not gonna die like that and katniss her game plan is just to stay away from everybody else because she's gonna just wait it out so like greg and i were talking about with battle royale games that's a method You don't have to really shoot everybody or jump. If you just wait in the bushes, everybody else will kill each other and then you just have to maybe kill one person. It's a viable strategy. But unfortunately, the head game maker, so there are cameras watching all the kids and they're being tracked. And so the game makers just make sure that no one's doing anything absurd or cheating or just, you know, keep everybody in line. So they see that Katniss is going a little too, far out and she's trying her best to avoid everybody so they trigger a forest fire to push her back towards the group Uh, it's absurd and she that's where she gets to burn right Mm -hmm. so she actually gets a burn from these fires and it's not like it looks like they drop napalm in her direction and she's just like running like a freak so while this happens and she ends up in water she runs into the career killer's and Peta is allied with them. Oh, no. So she climbs up a tree. And some of the careers try to climb up the tree and they're just too heavy because she's small and light, I would say.
2: Well, and they've never done it before. Yeah. She's like a pro because that's what she does at home. She hunts for yeah. a living. Like,
0: yeah. And so Peta tells the douchebags, like, hey, let's just wait her out. She's got to eat at some point. You know, she'll fall. She'll be weak. And then she'll come out of the tree. And then we can beat her up. So the next morning, Katniss notices Rue. So she's from District 11 and she is the uh, really young tribute, little, little girl. And while they were training earlier, Katniss sees Rue just in the like a fucking ceiling, just in the rafters, just, just repelled, just laughing because she stole something from somebody. And she's tiny, so people lose track of her. And so Rue is just in another tree gets Katniss's like attention and then tells her points at this giant just hive of genetically modified wasps and she's you know she points she's like drop it on them and Katniss is like that's a great idea she uses a knife and saws through a branch in this tree and you know wasps they're assholes and I assume these genetically modified wasps were like ten times as worse So, the second she starts sawing this branch, and she's just jostling it, and the wasps are like, who the fuck is doing I'm gonna stab you. And so they sting her.
2: Tracker Jackers. Yes.
0: And she drops the nest onto the career killers. And boy howdy. Like I said, these kids are like, yeah, we're the best. We're gonna kill you. Uh, The second these wasps drop on them, they get bitch made. Ain't gonna Uh, do
2: shit to some Tracker Jackers.
0: uh, And It's funny. There's these moments where they are the villains, but then I remember that they're kids, and when you put too much in a kid's face, they're like, they turn into children. And some of them try to get up and scuttle away. Some get stung way too much, and they go down. So Katniss, she gets stung a couple times, and she just, like, passes out. And Peta, while she's, like, going in and out and having hallucinations, Peter runs up and tells her to like, you got to get out of here. They're looking for you. And they're pissed off and they're getting stung. You got to go. So Rue finds Katniss and they become really good friends. And Katniss and Rue have an idea because they go back to the cornucopia. That's where everything, all the weapons and stuff are. And they see that the career kids, they just stockpiled all the good stuff in the middle. And they grabbed the mines from everyone's starting place, if you jumped a little too early, you would just blow up. And so they've taken all the mines and just surrounded all of the cool shit. And they're just waiting on somebody to try to run up because it's a good 20, 30 second run to the shit. And then you gotta grab it, avoid mines and then get away and avoid mines. So you will be out in the open for at least two minutes. So that's a really good way to get somebody um and so katniss and rue they have an idea and katniss shoots an arrow and slices a bag of was apples right Mm -hmm. apples open and one of the apples hits a mine and everything goes up and i was like holy shit (laughs) so they kind of split up for a little bit but katniss she finds rue later she gets trapped by one of the bad guys actually huey mm-hmm. and huey throws a spear and it actually stabs rue and it's like oh no but you got to remember only one person can win so at some point rue was gonna die or maybe she wins at all but she's probably gonna die <laughs> uh katniss lights him up with arrows and so he goes down actually one arrow so at this point all the districts They're starting to get a little... They like Katniss a lot. She's a lot different from a lot of the people in these games. Uh, She cries over dead bodies. A lot of people, I assume, this is the 74th Hunger Games, so they've been doing this for a long time, but it seems like people go into these games, they freak out, run into the bushes, and stab people, and they, they get out, and that's it. Katniss is showing emotion. She has a loved one potentially in these games so she's fighting for love she made a friend and that friend died so she's fighting for revenge and it seems a lot of the districts really like her i forgot to bring up early in the movie when she volunteered to be tribute they do a hand signal what was it two fingers three three fingers so like boy scouts and so like i said the unrest is starting <laughs> So, uh, President Snow, uh, he talks to the game maker and he's like, Hey, man, it's starting to box getting kind of hot out here. That they, they, they like her, and the game maker's like, Yeah, man, wh- why wouldn't we like
2: want her keep, to win.
0: keep the cameras on her? That's awesome. And it's like, President Snow's like, I don't really want them to be that excited because people start thinking when they get excited like that, yeah, like President Snow. He wants people worried and scared about these games. They don't want you to be like, yeah, fuck, yeah, I hope you win. Well, fuck everything else. Let's burn it all down. See? No, I do see that last sentence. We didn't want that. <laughs> so, Hey Mitch actually talks to Crane, and he brings up the fact that PETA and, and Katniss, uh, people really like them. Like I said, they want that love to survive, but it can't, because the games, only one person can win. So, Hey Mitch talks to Crane, the game maker, and changes the rules to allow two winners to win, but they have to be from the same district. So it can't just be District 1 or District 12. You have to be, you know, whole hog. So at this point, Katniss.
2: There are three districts at this point that had everybody alive
0: yeah. still. So Katniss finds PETA and Peeta's PETA, kind of fucked up. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so another announcement goes off and says that. What each survivor needs the most will be at the cornucopia tomorrow morning. So, yeah, you should go over here. It's not a trap or anything. We don't want you to fight. But, hey, it's over there. <laughs> so, Peter tells Katniss, don't do it. I love you. I love to do you. <laughs> and Katniss is like, I ain't going to go. I ain't going to do it. Psych. And gets up and goes to get medicine that helped Peter. Uh, boy howdy at the cornucopia they're fighting to the death and she is dodging knives and she meets up with clove and clove is like yeah rue died ha, ha ha i'm happy good thing i'm saying this out loud to just you psych district 11 so the male side from rue's district overheard her laughing about rue dying and he's like oh did you kill her and she's like no nah, i can't trust you and fucks her up and looks at Katniss and is like yeah you get one and scuttles off into the bushes and yeah he's like yeah you I saw what you did with Rue you were sad I'm gonna kill you later maybe and scuttles into the bushes so the medicine this medicine is like an instant heal you kind of thing it's really awesome so it's kind of future so while hunting later Katniss she hears a cannon goes off and she freaks out thinking that Peta's dead. And we see that Peta has picked up some berries. So just like that episode of The Simpsons when Ralph grabbed those berries and he's like, my stomach, it tastes like burning. Good thing Peta did not eat these berries because they're stupid deadly, Nightlock, I believe. And they'll kill you, kill you instantly. So they find one uh, District Five female tribute. She was like following them, Foxface, and she's real sneaky unfortunately she ate her nightlock berries because she watched pita pick them she's like oh those berries are good i guess oh my stomach (laughs) and they go down so the game maker is like i'm bored it's been like four days release the hounds so they released modified beasts so i remember in the book didn't they have the voices or the faces of all the dead tributes
2: they showed the faces faces yeah. So. they take like pictures like when they're getting print and whatever their media id picture is the thing
0: yes but in the movie that'd be a little too creepy to show like i don't want to see a little rude beast running at me but in the book they had faces the monsters so i thought that was really fucked up yeah. <laughs> so we see that these beasts are just hunting people down because like i said it's fun to watch these kids kill each other, but then it gets a little boring because one day it's just everybody in the bushes just like sleep or pooping. So it's like, okay, let the giraffes out with the guns in their mouths. Like, oh, shit. So you got to fight the giraffe with the guns. The <laughs> So Katniss, PETA, and Cato. Hey, we, we got the top three survivors now. They hop onto the cornucopia roof. And they are fighting to the death. Uh Peter's a little string bean. Actually, he's not a string bean, he's strong as fuck. But I don't think he's that he's district one.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't think he's that good at fighting. But Peter's trying his best out there. Kato is just a big yoke boy. And so they are absolutely trying their best out there. So Peter tells Katniss to just shoot, just do it, just take him out. Katniss shoots Kato's hand, and Peter throws his ass into the beast below. And then once again these guys are scary but then you see Kato start screaming like a little kid and he's like he's
2: getting eaten to death yeah yeah.
0: so Katniss shoots him with an arrow to end his suffering hooray district 12 did it boy and girl they make it to the end psych the game makers like hey you remember when I said that like two, two people can win if they're from the same district I was fucking lying so you, y- y'all gotta kill each other do it <laughs> So Peter tells Katniss, "Hey, just just shoot me. You're the better fighter, honestly, and everyone loves you." And Katniss has a plan. She's like, "Let's eat these nightlock berries, because no one controls when I die, and maybe I'll fuck them up." And so they are about to eat these berries, and then that would just make no winner. No, winner, no winner, which is kind of bad because that means you got choices. And like I said, President Snow doesn't want people to have choices. That. And when you have a choice, you start thinking. <laughs> so you actually hear the game maker go, ah, hold, hold, hold up, hold up. Uh, uh, PETA and Katniss.
2: Everybody wins.
0: Hooray. You, you won the Hunger Games. Please don't eat those fucking berries. <laughs> Hooray.
2: Hooray, you both win.
0: So afterward, Haymitch tells Katniss, like, I am so happy and proud of you. But all this defiance, all this heat that you've been throwing at the, dis- at the Capitol, uh, it's going to come back to you. It's it's not it's not good, and President Snow is gonna do something bad. Uh, this movie ends honestly like it should have it to be continued on it. It feels like you should watch the second one right now because it's connecting. Um, but yes, Katniss and Peter, man, I'm so glad I won the Hunger Game. I never have to go into another one. Yeah, part two they go back in. So, like I said, you don't want people to get too too tough because people start thinking, so, nah, we gotta nip that shit in the bud, so, we'll in the future, there's more to this fighting, there's more President Snow and there's more Katniss, so Katie, who was your favorite character in The Hunger Games?
2: The casting director I think whoever did the casting for this movie did an excellent job I know that a lot of people who read the book and were, like, fans of the book prior to the movie coming out were really upset that it was Um, Jennifer Lawrence and I kind of get that because Katniss is meant to be like emaciated looking like she's supposed to be thin as fuck because she doesn't really eat in district 12 and nobody, everyone's fucking weak but I think Jennifer Lawrence was a great choice she lost a bunch of weight um to get closer to like the ideal weight that Katniss would be and she put on a bunch of muscle which Katniss would have because she fucking hunts and is an expert marksman. I think the choice for Gail was great. I think Josh Hutcherson as Peta crushes it. Uh, Woody Harrelson is excellent. Donald Sutherland is excellent. And fucking the lady who plays Effie is just like fucking chef's kiss. When you read the book and you read how just insane and privileged Effie is, and then you watch her come to life on screen, it is just incredible. So my favorite person in the whole thing is definitely the casting director. They knocked it out of the park.
1: Greg, uh, Rue, she is the MVP. She <laughs> has the brilliant idea that she basically saves Katniss twice, giving her the brilliant idea of pointing, you know, pointing her out to the uh, genetically modified wasps, hornets, whatever you want to call them take out the crew of flunkies sleeping below, and after Katniss gets stung by them and is probably on the verge of death, she wakes up to find that she has been healed through the, I guess, herbal expertise of Rue. Um, I'm actually... was pretty disappointed that we got, what, all of 15 minutes tops of Rue? I would have liked to have seen like, it's not as if Katniss knew Rue prior to this game, so I would have liked to have seen them a little bit more of a slow burn as far as their relationship developing instead of her getting killed off so suddenly. I mean, I'm, obviously she's going to die at some point, but dang, give me some more Rue, please. Yeah. Um, but they sure know how to tug at t- your heartstrings by taking away so dang quickly, that's for sure. Um, remind me this is my first time watching it, but I do recall when this came out that there was some sort of ridiculous
0: controversy over the fact that Rue was Black. Am I making that up? I want to say that there were people that were frumpy about that.
2: So the the thing that made a, a lot of people upset is that there's in the book, there's no real description of the race that I can remember. I don't think there was any description of the race of like, the the main race of the people of District 11. Um, And then District 11's, like, whole thing is agriculture. They are literally fruit pickers. And then, when the movie came out, their entire district was Black, so everyone was like, yo, that's fucked up. So, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm pretty sure that was the controversy. It wasn't necessarily because Rue was Black, it's because the only black people that we saw in this first movie were the ones that were picking the fruit for everybody to
1: eat which was a problem uh that i did not recall okay okay
2: yeah i they don't really talk about in the movie they talk about a lot in the book but they don't really talk about it in the movie about what each of the districts is in charge of um You kind of get it in the parade. So that parade that happens at the beginning, like when they get to the Capitol, each of the districts is meant to be dressed like the thing that they provide basically for the Capitol. So Katniss and Peta are dressed like coal that lights on fire because they produce coal for the Capitol. But um, Rue's district is the tree district basically. And that was- if I'm remembering correctly, that was the controversy.
0: Hmm. But yeah, you know, there's somebody out there salty.
2: Yeah. Which
0: is how it works. So it's funny. I'm going back to the first time I read this book. And it was Rue. Rue is my favorite character. Seeing just somebody just in the bushes, just like, oh, shit. And helping out. I thought it was awesome. And once again, I just like Greg, I knew in the back of my mind that Rue's not winning this. But hopefully Katniss can find a way to you know sneak her out and then she got stabbed and I was like yeah 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 she ain't supposed to live you know <laughs> it's that cool supporting character they ain't supposed to make it all the way unfortunately but no Rue was really cool and once again we have a main character that gets help from way too many people and gets their like B minus ass to the finish line Uh, I will say Katniss is way more com- uh combative and be- confident Competent than Harry Potter, but once again we got ourselves a character that gets pushed ahead by the deaths of their friends. <laughs> but now rue's awesome. So Katie, who was your least favorite character?
2: Easily fucking Huey. Like I don't know that the, the guy's actual name, uh, the the guy from District Two, and it's hard because there's a there's several people that just His name was Marvel piss me off. Okay, Marvel. Uh, from district two because he killed he's the one who kills rue um and i know that it's not just because he is like associated with the killer the main killer group of districts one and two because all of them are assholes they're all just pieces of shit but the way that he kills rue and how like how that whole scene just plays out it makes you hate him makes me hate him anyways very quickly Greg.
1: Uh, Effie whom I did not know was Elizabeth Yeah. Uh, here's the thing Effie has no awareness or if she does she's completely selfish I'm over here about to get thrown into a game of death and you're chastising me for for how I affect the images of people that aren't getting placed in a game of death. Yeah. Like how dare you embarrass us? And you're only thinking about yourself. Well, yeah, I'm in a place where I need to think about myself. I don't care about pleasing you or making you look good when I'm about to potentially die. So get out of my face with that. So,
2: Effie's like the first look at the people of the Capitol that we really get to see in the series. And in this first book, she brings to life, what is just the worst part of every person who lives in the capital that you see later in the series they are all just unaware pretentious dicks
0: my least favorite character and he was my least favorite when i read the books and all that stuff and i probably if i watch all these again and read them it'll probably be different but i never liked Peter. Peter was like my least favorite and I get that he was playing the game and was like, yes, I love Katniss Everdeen, And when we get older, we're gonna get married, you know? And everybody's like, oh, kind of, but don't, later the, <laughs> it happened, So, you know, I, I don't know. He was kind of garbo. I get that he was joining the group, the obvious people that are gonna do fucking work. And he's like, yeah, bully team, go. And I assume he was gonna probably try that kill him at some point like betray him I guess that was his game plan I don't know um, it's just I don't know he's just kind of bitch made in this but like I said he doesn't have the prowess of Katniss he's like oh I'll get my ass kicked out here I gotta play this a little differently so
2: he's a bit better in the book because he like um, they make a big deal Katniss makes a big deal about him being able to throw like 100 pound bags of flour And him being really strong and in the book you get to see that a lot more like throughout the fight the fighting but you don't get it in the movie yeah
0: they it's because josh josh hutcherson just looks like a string bean and they they didn't really fix that in any way he didn't come out all yoked and shit He just looks like a normal kid and he's like i can throw stuff over my head i'm like yeah good fucking shot she can shoot an arrow at you before you throw it you know it's just it was just weird (laughs) <laughs> it's like a shitty Avengers team. It's like, I can shoot an arrow 500 yards. It's like, I can throw this bag really high. Ugh! You know? It's like, that's a cool power, I guess. Yeah. So, let's do seven-word synopsis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not seven. Fuck it. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck it, PETA. Let's do it live. So, I love the end part of this movie where they're like fuck they just they just backed up on their promise that we can win fuck it let's just kill ourselves they'll hate that and they're like hey hold up hold up don't do it you win it's 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 such a such a bitch made thing so katie uh
2: okay nobody could have done better at playing effie just absolute perfect casting Um, not perfect, but damn good book adaptation. And then my last one: if Rue's death didn't hurt, you're lying, Mm -hmm. Greg. Uh,
1: pretty straightforward. Failed revolution leads to deadly reality television. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's the fucking truth. So, Katie, in the future of these stories, do they ever? really talk about district 13 you don't have to go deep into it or anything yes okay they, they explain okay i like to think it was very much a hey let's do it guys and everybody's like yeah and i'm like mm, i don't want to <laughs> just watch them fight
2: book three
0: okay the one i didn't read so yeah so this film came out march 23rd 2012 dang it's like 11 years old Fuck. so uh, what do you guys think the budget for Hunger Games was,
2: Katie? Uh, $80 million. Okay. <laughs> was that what you were going to say?
1: That is exactly what I was going to say. Damn it! I'm sticking with
0: it anyway because that's what I believe. So, Greg and Katie from District 12, they both win because the budget was 78 million
2: nice dual victors
0: hooray y'all didn't eat the berries you both win so uh what do you guys think the box office was katie
2: uh 600 million dollars
0: great wow that is now
1: reconsidering mine Uh oh (laughs) do i go one dollar over or one dollar under
2: Oh, uh, this movie made a shit ton of money.
1: Yeah, it definitely did. Without even me watching or knowing much about this, I feel like it definitely
0: did. 601 million. Uh, good choice. It made $694.4 million. Yes, these novels are very, very well received. The series, it ranks second. Only Harry Potter has beat it. And NPR's poll for the top 100 teen novels. <laughs> so Harry Potter—that that's probably always going to be number one until something even more ridiculous comes around. But
2: well, it's hard to beat it too because there's seven of them. Yes, there's only uh, three Hunger Games and there's well four now. Yeah, and there's seven fucking Harry Potter's. Yeah, it's, eight if you count Curse Child.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, and it's funny they they're still doing stuff with Harry Potter right now. There's a game that came out which is really really fun. And Hunger Games, they have a prequel movie on its way out, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So we see The book was really good. We see young President Snow, you know that type of story where it's like, "Oh, you're the super bad guy. Let's go back in time and see when you weren't that bad." And let's let's justify all the bad things you did for reasons. You know, you know that type of story. So um i've been told it's really good and the movie will probably also be good there's tons of famous people in it so it should be a solid movie but yeah no this movie made crazy money and this was i want to say harry potter was probably the boom of why novels turning into movies because we get what insurgent is that the name of the uh, no uh, what's the divergent. name of that, that series divergent yes The Divergent series, I remember that. Aragon got a movie. um, Yeah. The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. There's tons of stories got movies that are like, fuck. Like Harry Potter and like Hunger Games. Percy Jackson. People like this. I'm so disappointed about those. But yes, they were made. (laughs) But there were tons (laughs) of young adult books made into movies. So this is part of the boom, man. Yes, that is young adult, I suppose.
2: It was younger. So, the first one was Harry Potter. The second one was Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe, though they only made, like, three movies. Yeah, they
0: did the third one first. And they did them in weird
2: orders. So, first Harry Potter, then Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe, then Twilight, or I guess Aragon, but, like, who watched that? And then Twilight, and then Hunger Games.
0: Yeah. So, this is, I don't know if this is the zenith of YA books into movies or not, but... I think the rest of them make even more money. It's absurd.
2: This series did so well. Yeah.
0: And I think it's because it's violent, you know. Well, it's, and like,
2: the books just went like went the fuck off.
0: Yeah. It's it's so it's more violent than Harry Potter because that's just magic, you know. A green light hits you. Oh, I fell over. This is like people getting stabbed and hit with arrows and poisoned and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's a lot more real. And you know, if you're dragging your boyfriend or you're dragging your girlfriend, there's females that don't read this to the movie and it's like holy shit that dude got rocked holy crap you know it there's enough there for people and it's realistic looking this
2: this series was really is really ideal for the, the YA reader because unlike most other YA where it is directed at one one sex or the other like this one is not there is A love story happening there's blood and violence and craziness happening there's like political undertow things happening in this story there's a whole bunch of different things that are happening that make it um like perfect for everyone it's not just like oh it's twilight here's a story of this girl who falls in love with a vampire and then she's also kind of in love with a werewolf and we're gonna sit on that for five movies like it was not just directed at young girls. It was not just directed at young boys. It was directed at everyone. Like, watch this movie, yeah. like Harry Potter.
0: Yeah. I, I read two of the books and then just I don't know something distracted me. I sh- honestly could have cracked out the third one really fast. It just you could finish
2: it in like two. Days. Somebody
0: jingled some keys. And I was like, huh? And I just never <laughs> read the third one. Seriously,
2: I'm gonna make you read the whole series. Uh,
0: yeah, I need to go back and read the first one again, honestly. But uh, no, it's it's a great series. And, you know, it could be better. Everything could be a little better, but uh, I really like it. Uh, Does anybody have anything else to say about Hunger Games before we get out of here? I do. What you got, Greggy?
1: As I step onto my soapbox.
0: (laughs) Do not take
1: your used Harry Potter or Hunger Games books to a used bookstore (laughs) that pays for books and expect to make anything back you are not the only person to think about that and yes it was a good series yes it was a popular series which means everybody has tried the same thing and that book those books come in on a daily basis you will not make any money off of them just because it was a good series and when you don't make any money off of them, don't freak out as if you've just been you, you've just been completely wronged and they have no idea what they're doing. Just 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 save yourself the trip. For Keep extra them.
2: context to that, I last year I want to say last year I bought all hard hardback um, versions of Harry Potter, all seven books, for one of the kids that I watched from a used bookstore, like. He read, I would buy one, he'd read it, and then I went and bought the second one and he'd read it, And you know. And I bought the entire series for 25 bucks. That's literally the price of book five or six or seven at a regular bookstore. So yeah, you ain't gonna make your money.
1: And if you were to take all of them back at most, you'd get like five bucks for it back. Yeah. Just, just don't bother. Do yeah. not waste precious bookseller time with your inflated sense of self and your uninformed ideas on book economics.
2: Yeah, Sell them on eBay. It'll probably make them a little bit more money.
0: If they're old editions.
2: Oh, if you have an original edition, a uh, first edition of any of the Harry Potter books you can make so that's much fucking
1: money on eBay. That's different. Or if you had like the copies that were sold specifically in Britain, that's different. Yeah, it says Philosopher Stone on it. Yeah, but if you're bringing the same old tired in America covers that everyone has a copy of, that every other house on your street <laughs> keep them, recycle them. Don't bother showing up at the bookstore. I always I forget. Say from a, I say that from a deep, deep. Post traumatic, traumatizing experience.
0: I always forget that you you dabbled in in books for a while, Greg. I always forget that. Yeah, uh, a year and a half. Yeah, that was my shit, man. Half price books. I used to go in half price book all the time and grab Stephen King. Half boys, of our said. books
2: on our shelf still have receipts for half price books in them that you used as fucking things. Yep.
0: It's the best
1: bookmark. <laughs> and y'all sound like every patron of that store. Oh, you must just—you must just love working here. I could just stay in here all day. Okay. <laughs> yes. You, yes.
0: Ha ha ha! I geez. love books. <laughs> right,
1: this is a this is a whole encyclopedia set from '96. Yeah, you know why those encyclopedias won't do? It's called the internet. Raise up out of my store. <laughs> There's yeah. a reason why you're showing those to me. My father gave these to me. Okay. God bless your father. Worthless.
0: Greg's store would get so many bad reviews, but be the top seller because he puts up with no no type of shit. <laughs> he just sasses everybody that comes in. Yeah, <laughs> fuck out of my store. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I should go back for one summer just to tell people off every time they try to sell books and they lose their mind when we offer them a dollar. Yeah, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs>
0: The bookstore in town. It's really nice. I was in there talking to the guy about Stephen King for like 30 minutes. I, was like, I "I could see myself, old me, giving out sage advice to the young children instead of being a janitor like I'm supposed to be because my name's Otis. I could work at a bookstore. That's probably up my alley. <laughs> okay, so with that, that is the end of this episode. So if you have any other cool fun facts about I don't know. Throwing sacks really far over your head. You can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is
2: Allentown Presents at gmail.com We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents, and that's a strongman competition.
0: I suppose.
2: Or the Highland Games.
0: Yeah, they you oh, Highland Games. Oh yeah. Yeah, you pick up the heavy ball and just walk it like twenty steps and fucking then just Highland pull Games out your back. They
2: just <laughs> pick up fucking phone poles and like throw that pick shit.
0: Bit, yeah. Flip, flip this tree. Yeah. Yeah. That's Look how awesome. strong
2: I am. I flipped a whole goddamn tree.
0: I wonder how many people. Okay, like, sir. I wonder how many people like shit themselves doing all that.
2: Most. I'll you probably I miss? Them.
1: I miss the great outdoor games when we play on ESPN too. Yeah. Like yeah, speed climb up them tree. You gotta like put in your own planks and climb that
0: thing, and then you slide all the way down. Oh man, I missed that. I watched the speed, uh they, they chopped the tree down. It was like speed chopping, I guess. That's it was, horrific. It was crazy quick.
2: That's oh, horrific. God. The amount of injuries that could fucking happen.
0: It know. wasn't like a full-ass tree. It was like, you know, they, they cut it to a fourth, you know. It's still scary. And it, you just chopping against another person to see who get through it faster. I'm like, that's so cool. And weird games like that. That that, that, that shit kind of gets me. So this is the last episode in Battle Royale-ish movies. So uh, I liked this
2: genre genre,
0: a lot um maybe next year if we do this again i'll i'll have i'll have my friends watch uh the running man
2: i'd buy that for a dollar
0: you know that quote <laughs> it's a terrible movie
2: maximum elimination challenges what this is
0: yeah honestly <laughs> oh so um like always thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week with another genre i'm excited what it's gonna be okay bye guys
2: and may the odds be ever in your favor
0: You
1: know, I want to suck a berries. I'm thinking i have some fruit before bed.
0: Don't eat that berry, Greg.
1: (laughs) Don't do it, Greg. I I definitely eat the berry.
0: Berries, oh, yeah. Greg, be on the side. My stomach hurt. (laughs) (laughs) It was worth it. (laughs) Oh, oh. I think it's (laughs) rained.